Messiest Fuck Podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. Rest in peace to Tommy Lister, uh, Debo from Friday. He passed away on December 10th at his home in California. Yes. So, so sad. It is sad. Um, we lost what pops earlier this year. Right. And it just seems like COVID is just ravaging the lives of many. It's sad. Yes. So sad. And speaking of COVID, uh, there was a versus tonight between yes. Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole, yes. That got postponed because Ashanti has the Rona. Ashanti has the Rona. What is going on? I have no idea. Ashanti got the Rona. Ellen DeGeneres has the Rona. Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. A lot of other people that I just can't even think of right now. But the versus battle, I was looking forward to it because I love both of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was about to be jamming in my house. Um, But it got postponed to January 9th. um, And hopefully by then the COVID stuff will have have passed and um, Ashanti will be good to go. I do know, however, that she may have contracted COVID because her birthday, um, she went to Antigua to celebrate her birthday. Mm. She came back to California and then she traveled to Africa. Oh, wow. So she was doing the most. (laughs) She was doing the most during the Rona. It was a lot. So she probably contracted it somewhere, you know, during that journey. I have to just assume that. And they're saying that the most the most cases are coming from people traveling and people gathering in their homes. So it sounds like she was doing a little bit of both of that. Yeah. Actually my family, some of my family, I should say had to cancel their travel plans because we get together every year for Christmas. Right. And most of my family is like Baltimore, Virginia, you know, those areas. And um, a couple family members had to cancel their flight. So they're not coming up, Um, you know, but Christmas must go on. Christmas must go on. That is very true. Still doing, you know, basically the same traditions. What about you? What's new with you? Well, you know, I've got a new baby. So, you know, we're probably going to keep a low profile for Christmas, I think. Um, I'm engaged now. So I'm I'm jumping on the train with you. Like we are (laughs) going to ride this train together. (laughs) So so that's exciting. We're going to do like a little elopement type thing. Um, We're thinking New Year's Day. And then do more. Very (laughs) ambitious, let me tell you. More ambitious than I thought. And then we'll do something a lot more formal once it's safe for people to, to gather. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. You Very as exciting. well. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so we've we've missed a lot because last episode, remember, we only it was only the one episode after we took our break. And right. this month, it's the same thing until we begin um, season three next month. So there's some catching up that we need to do on some mess that's been going on lately. Yes. So I want to start off with one of our favorite people, I think, Tiffany Haddish. So Tiffany, as we all know, is a well-known comedian and she was recently um, doing an interview with Variety and she was telling them that she turned down the chance to host the 2021 Grammys pre-show or what they call their premiere ceremony because she wasn't offered any coins to do so. 
So all of the expenses, basically she would have incurred on her own, um, including like traveling, hair, clothing, makeup, and not even being like compensated for her time. So she was telling people that it, she like, it was just like, not right. It was super disrespectful. And she was funny because she compared it to a guy asking you to go out on a date and then telling you that you have to pay for it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I thought that was really good. I love it. So the recording Academy said, well, listen, we're a non-for-profit and the premiere ceremony, which we typically host, um, all of the hosts and presenters and performers have traditionally performed free, including this year. So that was their stance on it. And then what happened was Harvey Mason Jr., who's the interim um, president um, or rep for the uh, Recording Academy, actually reached out to Tiffany um, and issued her a private and a public apology um, stating that it was wrong what they did. And he apparently wasn't aware of the situation uh, that the talent booker told Tiffany they wouldn't cover the cost. So he has tried to, you know, he apologized and tried to make amends. Now, I don't know if she's decided to go forward and be the host. Um, she did have some concerns about like not being nominated down the line if she passed up the opportunity, but that's not the case. They assured her, but I just really thought that that was really messy. Like that was super disrespectful and it's not okay for them to do that. Like you're not going to even cover like the basic cost. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, she's an artist. She's a creative. She should get paid for her shit. Look, I'm not mad at her for knowing her worth and saying, hey, look, you know, this is what I want. And they should be offering that to her. I don't know why they're not. I don't know, you know, what they've offered other people in the past, but I'm glad that she's speaking up, saying something, you know, making the demands where she knows she deserves it. And I hope that going forward, they don't make those kind of mistakes again, because she is starting to be like in that A-list category yep. where they do need to be, you know, paying her adequately. She's not some D-list person. That's, you know? And that's what she was saying. She was like, look, I've got enough exposure, guys. Right. Like, you know she what I does. mean? I don't need this. Like, it's awesome to be nominated and that's cool and everything. But like, I have to have, you know, self-worth, self-dignity, whatever. Like, I have to do this for me. And like, how many other countless people did have they done this to? And they exactly debate and they were like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Like, no, it's not. I'm glad she, she just like called them out on their shit. Right. And for them to have publicly apologized as well. And, you know, right. spoke to her about it on the side. I think that's, you know, I think that's the, that was the best route for them to go. So who knows, maybe we'll see, or maybe we won't, but she did the right thing. That's all I got to say. I think she absolutely did the right thing. I hope it pays off. You know, I feel like these award shows are getting more and more open minded as the years go along. And mm -hmm. so I just hope that it continues. Yeah. And, you know, there was that whole uproar about how there wasn't enough diversity, even this year. Yeah, on the right. Grammys. Right. So people were like mad as hell, <laughs> like, really, really like publicly mad about black people not being nominated. On a side note, did you hear Justin Bieber was upset because he was nominated under pop category instead of R&B? And he serious? said, yep. And he said, I absolutely made an R&B album, <laughs> not a pop album. He had me dying. I was like, I didn't oh hear Lord. about that. He's a whole trip. He is a whole trip. He, he was mad. He needs to just work on himself. I don't know. Something's going on with Justin. I think it's a pivotal, pivotal, excuse me, moment in his right. life. So right. oh, it's messy. <laughs> um, listen, last episode, I believe we talked about Lisa Ray. We did. And like a little bit. Her, yep. All of her, you know, issues when she was on um, Fox Soul and it was her birthday and the brat. Yep. Well, she can't seem to stay out of headlines. So on a recent episode of Fox Soul, um, her and the ladies were discussing why some women just can't seem to hold on to a man. And this is what 53-year-old Lisa Ray had to say about another Hollywood actress. What are you doing in the bedroom? It'd be like Halle Berry. Yeah, I can't imagine Tony Braxton not being able to put it down with the, with the amount of love songs that this girl got. And the right. Amount of, passion, the amount of, passion, passion, no action. 
What you mean, uh, Lisa Ray about Halle Berry? She not supposed to be good in the bed. That's what they said. That's what I read. Really? And that's what I heard. Oh. That's, that's what, what they say. So Lisa Ray says Halle Berry has a trash pussy. <laughs> uh, basically. Broken pussy. <laughs> so listen, she... She she was so messy when she did this. Let me just say that, because why did she feel the need to like take it there? Like they were talking about Tony Braxton and mind you, Lisa Radom been through some people. Okay, she's she's had some issues with men. So she just throws Halle Berry. She's not innocent. (laughs) She's not innocent. So she says all this and then. Later on, after she gets all this backlash, she goes back on the show to clarify that her comments about Holly were not necessarily factual, but to reiterate that she did, in fact, hear rumors and allegations that she wasn't the greatest in bed. So I don't know. I kind of feel weird about it. Like you're going to go out there and be bold and your typical Lisa Ray and say this and be messy. And then you're going to go and like backtrack what you said, backpedal. Like that doesn't even make any sense to me. I just feel like she got the backlash. She provided this stupid ass excuse for throwing shade and being messy. And, you know, there's just no, there's, there's no reasoning behind it. She was just being messy. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, why come for Hallie? She she minds her business. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's like damn near grandma age right now. Like, <laughs> she's like, she's lucky to still get in the mood. Okay, just leave her well, alone. Listen, she got her a man because she clapped back at Lisa Ray and she tweeted, right. "Ask my man Van Hunt. He'll tell you everything you need to know." I love that clapback too. Right? She was like, "You're not about to tell me that." I think I think that was a cute little way of saying it without exactly. being, you know. But you'd have to come for Hallie. She no. she's not bothering nobody. They're too old to be going back <laughs> forth over some mess like that. Right? Hallie's not bothering nobody. Listen, if you got trash pussy then just just you know keep it just keep it private you know what i'm saying like you don't right. you don't got to talk about another woman's vagina and lisa ray was like <laughs> lisa ray she was like um i don't know anything about the girl's you know private parts or vagina because i haven't slept with her you know what i mean i'm not gay i'm not a lesbian like she started going on this whole tangent that was so unnecessary and then she went from that to complimenting Holly about how she's this wonderful actress and how she's, you know, breaking all of these barriers in Hollywood and then goes right to the mess. Mm. So I didn't get it. She I had to know. pick a side and go with it. She going to yeah. be, is she going to be messy or is she going to be women empowerment? <laughs> Which one is it going to be? Exactly. I think she was just trying to stir the pot on that show because it's Vivica Fox, remember, and Claudia Jordan. And then I for- is her name Silena Johnson? I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I, yeah but I know you're talking that. about. Um, so it's that type of show. You know what yeah, I mean? she needed she needed something to say. She needed something to say. And yep. yeah, so moral of the story is don't come for Hallie. Right. She didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, me and myself, I have a story for you. Okay. Anne-Marie, young 25-year-old singer, Anne-Marie. Is this the singer? She has that song out called um, Secret. Secret. Yeah. Let's play it. I never even I like heard that, that song, song too. It's like, I've heard it. I like it. Not that old, right? It's like a year, maybe. No, yeah, it's really not that old. She's she's pretty young. She hasn't been out for that long. Um, I do like that song. She has some other songs too that are pretty good. So young up and coming singer mm-hmm. caught in an Atlanta hotel room, naked in a bathroom, but naked. Police bust in. She has shot a man in the head. Who's the man? I don't know. They don't really report on who it is. Some speculate it's a side piece, uh, someone she's, you know, talking to on the low, something like that, but shot him in the head. Well, 
I heard that there's a 911 call floating out there and she's like <laughs> frantic talking about my best friend. Oh my God, best friend. Are you okay? I accidentally shot you. The gun fell off the dresser. Like, and he's like bleeding out. It's very fishy. I think she called 911. Yeah. Very fishy too, because when the police got there, they found three different shots. He had been shot and there was two shots found in the room too. One in the door and one in the cabinet. So for her story of the gun fell off the table and just went off, it doesn't really match up to the evidence they are finding throughout the crime scene. So very interesting. So she was arrested. So very, very interesting, but sad in a way too, because, you know, she's just starting out, you know, and I don't know how this is going to affect her career going forward. I can't imagine it's going to do her career any good. Oh no, (laughs) absolutely not. Yeah. um, I was reading earlier today um, that she was released on a $60,000 bond. Yes. I think she's out now, but Jesus, she is, she is in for it. Yeah. It's not looking good for her. I don't know, you know, when they're going to, you know, take it further, take it to trial or, or anything like that. But, you know, luckily the young man she shot is alive. Yeah. I heard he was in critical condition. He is in critical condition, but he is alive. So that's, that's good, but not great. No. (laughs) What is with these people shooting everybody? Is the charge going to be like intent with a uh, a deadly (sighs) weapon? Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, something like that. Yeah. I wonder though, if it'll depend on the victim and like, if they, you know, formally press charge, you know, I don't know. I I don't know, but I'm sure she's going to get in trouble for, for, you know, if anything, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm in trouble for a loaded weapon. Right. I don't know. What happened in that room? I wish I was like a fly on the wall. Oh, this is like the elevator with Jay-Z. I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> um, <laughs> some argument had to ensue. Like something right. happened. And that, if that was her quote unquote friend, you know, why was she naked? Why? There's so many questions I have about that. Why was there a gun? Who brought the gun? Whose gun was it? You know what I mean? Like there's so many things that just do not add up. And if like, if she said that the gun fell off the table and then these bullets came out. Just went off. And it hit him in the forehead, like, and then through the temple. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. We're going to have to follow that because I'm very yeah. interested to see like the, what the police come up with. Crazy as like, ass story. What happens. Yeah. Crazy ass story. Like I don't, I feel like there's going to be so much more that's going to come out with that story. And it's definitely interesting. I feel sorry for the girl though, but it's definitely like, what were you doing? <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to follow up on that one. Okay. Oh, good Lord. And then. I heard somebody else is dealing with some gun issues. So we have some other (laughs) legal things going on. Little Wayne. Little Wayne. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) So basically he has two things going on right now. He he actually uh, pled guilty yesterday to federal firearm charges. He had a prior charge with guns. So, you know, once you have one charge, you cannot have a gun on you. And he was caught in an airport with a gun loaded trying to board a plane. Oh, that's smart. Right. Exactly. So got caught like that. Um, and he did plead guilty. So uh, depending on what kind of judge he gets and what kind of mood that judge is in, he could face up to 10 years in prison. Well, if he's not pardoned by Trump. Yeah, his best best fucking buddy, best friend, right? God, please. So you know, I don't know. I mean, if the judge wants to make an example of him, you know, he could actually see some time. I don't think he will personally, um, but it's a possibility. So it'll be. We'll have to follow up with that one. And he's not out of the woods with drama. He has an ex-manager by the name of Ronald Sweeney, who is suing him for $20 million. Damn. He says he was promised a portion of a lawsuit that Little Wayne was involved with 
um, I think it was with cash money Mm -hmm. uh, back in 2018. And he won some settlement money from it. And he claims that he was um, supposed to get a portion of that and never did. And he was fired. It was, I think the lawsuit happened somewhere around May of 2018. And he was fired later that year and never saw his portion of the lawsuit. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he has a couple legal battles going on right now. He's always in something. That girl's in some shit. Listen, that girl he's with Denise Badeau or whatever her name is, she's sticking by his side. Remember there was that she whole thing is. that he might have left, but her ass is just sticking in there. Like something must I don't know what he it is with thing. him. But. He has a thing for like plus size, like model women. I I don't hate on him though. Like she clearly she's has pretty. a thing for him. Yeah, and she does. E- even with all this bullshit going on, she is just like ride or die. Sticking next to him, so he he found he found the one. No, he he's not because he was engaged to another model. Yes, but before this her, is, right? Before her, so yeah. he's not engaged to this one. But mm-hmm. yeah, she seems to still be ride or die. Yeah, good for so. her. Good for her. You know, <laughs> she wants to by her man. I'm not hating, but we'll it's see how much. how these trials turn out. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of, um, speaking of relationships, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched them, but a former couple on Love and Hip Hop, Brandy Boyd and Max Lux, they are married with children. And when I tell you that they have one of the most volatile, toxic relationships I have ever seen. I I cannot even explain to you how bad it is. So recently, Brandy went on Instagram Live and they they recorded this. She was recording this argument that they were having and it got so intense and heated. People were like worried about her life, like they were fearing for her life. He she he called her every type of bitch under the sun. Every type of bitch, whore, you want to name whatever the insult was, it was spewed out of his mouth. But let me tell you, she was also hitting him. Now, the allegation (laughs) was that he was hitting her, but he denies this. She admitted to hitting him. He admitted verbal abuse because how can you deny it? You should have heard the things that he was saying on this video. And this was in front of the children. The baby is screaming and crying in the back. No. She's telling one of the kids to call 911 because one of the baby's lips got busted. All So she might've had the baby in her arms. I don't know. But it was a whole damn mess. And people were like reaching out to her like, you know, do you need help? Are you okay? You know, is he beating you? All of this other stuff. So so after this whole show is, is done with and the live ends, um, the next day or a couple of days after she gets back on Instagram and she's showing her body and like, she's like, I don't have any bruises, guys. See, you know, like I'm fine. He didn't hit me. We're just asking for, you know, your prayers and space for our family to heal and for all the lies and the and the you know insults to stop. So they both got on there and said like their little piece about what happened. And their former co-star, Monice, who was remember Lil Fizz? Yeah. That's the baby mama of Lil Fizz. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So she was like, listen, I know them, I know the situation. He's been beating on her like forever, and she doesn't want help, she won't accept help. And she's basically not going to leave until she's dead. Wow. That was Monisa's piece on it. So it was definitely like a very, very domestic abuse type situation. It was bad. And like, how do you stop something like that? Like you see the disaster ahead, but you just, it's like, you can't stop it. Mm -hmm. I hope that, I hope she can get out of that. Yeah, I really do. Well, VH1 said that this is beforehand, but they said that they're launching like several spinoffs and one of them is going to be focused on repairing relationships from reality TV. So, okay, maybe, maybe (laughs) that will be one of them. I mean, what's the difference between that and like their, their, um, boot camp shows, the marriage boot camp. Yeah. The marriage boot camps. Yeah. Basically the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. So I, you know, 
maybe they're going to be one of the couples on there. Maybe Ray J and they probably need to be. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother thing. But oh, yeah, princess. So wow. it was a lot. You know, that's that's all I can really say about it. Like if, if you guys have not heard it, go on like, you know, Hollywood Unlocked, go on the Shade Room. It is all there. Go listen to it because it was definitely a very, very heated exchange. But she says she's all good. So I guess we just got to, you know, mind the damn business. I guess, but that's scary. Hopefully, it is. hopefully she's going to be all right and, and realizes, you know, that's not healthy. Right. Exactly. Um, here's something else that's not exactly healthy. Um, there is a there, there's two hosts, former uh, ESPN host. Um, and they have a talk show. Their names uh, are Jamel Hill and Carrie Champion. And they recently had an episode of their talk show called Stick to Sports. And um, this is what they had to say when they interviewed boxer Jake Paul. To be honest, um, I, I almost started to protest this show because why? It, I, I'll tell you why. And this is our question of the week. We saw what happened to Nate Robinson. So I'm going to ask Jake Paul right here in front of America. Jake, um, considering where we are right now in our racial conversation in America, was what you did to Nate Robinson racist? <laughs> that is the no. question of the week. Man. Nah, stop playing with me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jake, it's a sensitive time right now. We just had to witness a white man just knock a black man smooth out in front of all of America. So that's why I asked that. But just just tell us about that that moment real quick, because uh, it looked like Nate was asleep before he ever even hit the canvas. Yeah, I mean, this is what we train for. You know, at the end of the day, boxing's a sport. And, uh, you know, you train to win. And that's, that's what I went in there and did. And I, I, uh, I worked hard for this. And, you know, Nate, Nate is the one who called me out originally. So I think he is frozen. Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you guys now. Oh, Sorry, okay, my Wi-Fi okay. is unstable, like my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start from the beginning. Okay. First and foremost, was it racist to knock a black man out? That is the question of the Oh, week. stop asking me that. I said no. It's not racist. <laughs> it's a shitty question. It's a sport. Why is it a shitty question? Do. Why is it a shitty question? Because it, how does this have anything to do with race? It, just, it doesn't. It's a At fine least. question. We got to wake you up. You got to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> That's right. Because like, if you can go from... Pe- oh, oh. <laughs> He's oh. You, you know what? He just hit himself harder than Nate Robinson ever hit him. Yeah. Really. <laughs> if, you, if you can go... So that was definitely a shitty ass question. Why would you ask him, uh, you know, a person who is an athlete, if knocking out his opponent was racist just because his opponent was black? It was dumb. It's so dumb. Like, what did that have to do with anything? And here's the kicker. Again, the name of their show is it's actually won't stick to sports. But they're four ESPN hosts. So that was technically like their thing. Like they're experts on all of that. And so now they're coming on the the show talking about, I guess, extracurricular things, let's call them. And I'm so glad he said that that was a shitty question because it definitely was. And they were like, oh, well, you know, we got backlash about it, but we were just joking. We were trolling a troll. We were being sarcastic. I'm sorry, but even playing the full clip, it didn't seem like that to me. Now, I they did ask him a second time, I think only because he went frozen for a little bit and maybe didn't hear what they said. Mm -hmm. But just the initial question was just completely, in my opinion, uncalled for. It was inappropriate. I just don't even under, I don't, I don't personally understand what they were trying to get at. Like, I don't know what response they were looking for or like what they really meant by it. So I, I don't understand the purpose of the question. If it was meant to like, just be controversial. I don't know, but yeah. it just seems silly. They, it just seems like they were digging for something that wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? just completely and totally unnecessary. Yeah, it was like, silly. Like, what did they expect him to say? Like, oh yeah, like, you know, the re- the reason I knocked him out was because he was a nigga. No, like, that's stupid. 
Like why then that's, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, yeah, we are living in like a climate that's like crazy right now with race relations, but I just feel like that question is just like perpetuating it. You know, it is absolutely. Absolutely. Trying to get him and trying to get him into some sort of trouble saying something, you know, that's taken out of context or misunderstood. So I think he answered in the right way personally, but I just, I just did not like the question. I don't think it was, it was right of them, but I guess that's like you were saying, that's kind of their, their thing. They like to, you know, get a rise. Well, the, the crazy thing is they're typically not like that. Like they're typically Mm. like mad, cool, chill, like, you know, focusing on sports and what's going on there. So this was just when I heard it, I was like, yeah, right. They didn't say that shit. Like they they couldn't have been that messy. Like, come on now. And then I listened to it and I was like, what? (laughs) Is this real? And I know Charlemagne, he heard the clip and he came to their defense like right away. He was like, are you joking me? You could clearly tell that those girls were being sarcastic and that Jake Paul. Of course he would. (laughs) Like he was definitely like on their side. He didn't see like anything wrong with it whatsoever. Yeah, of course he would. He's, he's controversial in and of himself. Yep. But. And and that episode happened to be uh, between it was him and DJ Envy that were talking about it. So what's her face? I forgot her name. She wasn't there. The other one that does the rumor report. Oh, okay. Um, So she wasn't present. She wasn't present. So I don't know if she would have had, you know, as a female, she would have had a different like um, perspective. She might have. Yeah, she might have. I don't know. That is really crazy. Yeah. (laughs) They must be bored. (laughs) they're trying too hard i think so yeah well i have some more mess oh if you don't mind share oh larsa pippen we've talked about her before too yes larsa pippen oh my gosh so i think the last time we discussed her she kind of had a falling out with the kardashians they had kind of deleted her off their social media and they were like look we don't we don't fuck with her type of thing Mm -hmm. So most recently, she's in the media for accepting and going out on a date with a married basketball player. His name is Malik Beasley. Yep. Um, I think he plays for the Timberwolves, if I'm not mistaken. And he it is might be married. Are you serious? <laughs> well, Beasley is our Now team. that is some tea. <laughs> that is the tea right there. We need that tea. Come yes, on. Our you got to do the research on that one. <laughs> I, I should, ancestry DNA. I'll put it on my Christmas list. Yes. Put it on your wish list, girl. Yep, we need Beas- to figure that out. Beasley is definitely a family name, but I, Beasley. yes, he is yeah. married, which obviously makes the situation 10 times very, worse. Very married. <laughs> So he's so married that his wife didn't even know until she read it in the media, too, that he was out on a date. Damn, that's the yeah. worst way. Yeah, she said, I am just as shocked as the rest of you. <laughs> that is really sad. So long story short, she didn't know anything about it. He went out with Larsa. She filed for divorce. So she is filing for divorce. Uh, but just super messy. Like, why would she even accept a date from a married? Right. Um, well, um, you know, she's known for her mess. She is known for being really messy. And of course, she's always after all of these, you know, basketball players, high profile, sports, high profile people. But I mean, this is just this is just really blatant. Yes. Like, well, I heard the icing on the cake uh, is that he kicked her out of the house, too. Yeah, apparently. I mean, I don't know what is going on with that story, but apparently he 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 gave her like a 10 day notice to get out. Right. And they have a child together, too. Mm-hmm. So her and the child. Yes. I mean, how fucked up is that? So like, that's what is on that? the street. I don't know. I, I mean, if I was in that situation, I would say my ass exactly where I am because I'm entitled to be there. I you know, we are married. Yeah. I am entitled to stay here until the divorce has been, yeah. you know, settled and finalized. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's that's got to be a very awkward situation. I mean, I don't care how bad things are. You're married and you don't act like that. You don't go on dates with other women. You don't 
you don't do that kind of sloppy, messy stuff, especially when you're somebody that's going to be in the media, in the news and come on, you know, have some sort of decency. Yeah. This is, you know, like think about the child that's involved. That child's going to be able to look up that story, maybe even have memories of the events that went down. It's just messy, really, really messy. Mm -hmm. And I think it makes him look like trash personally. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And he's not the only one. You know what I mean? No, I mean, she's messy for even like getting involved in that. Why would you even put yourself in that position? I don't care what he says is going on. I don't care if he says it's the worst relationship he ever had and they don't, they don't talk and they live in separate bedrooms. I don't care what he's feeding you. Why would you, why would you get yourself involved? Well, Malik keeps on, not Malik, I'm sorry. Larsa keeps on denying it. Like she keeps on not denying it, but like, telling everybody, you know, the truth will come out. Like you guys just get bits and pieces. You hear what you right. want to hear, but it's not really what the story is. It's not really what's going on. I did hear her saying stuff like that, but I'm like, how much can she really go off of that? Like you still went on a date with a married man, point blank. There's no mystery to it. It's what you did. So absolutely. Yeah. Maybe it might come out that they had marital issues, but she still, that still doesn't let her off the hook for her participation in the whole thing to me personally. Right. So she can say, oh, you know, wait until you hear this or that. But she still went out with a married man. Absolutely. And the end of the day, she's still in the wrong. Yep. So very messy, Larsa. Very messy. And I'm sure that's not we're not going to hear the end of that story. Like, no, I don't think so. I think there's going to be a lot more coming from that that we're not going to even be prepared for. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's going to hit the fan. <laughs> it definitely You know what is. I mean? Because because the wife. She's keeping pretty calm right now. Pretty calm. She is, but I can't but I imagine like- it being a amicable, um, amicable, sorry, amicable divorce. Oh, I got you. I know what you were saying. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to I say. I know what you were saying. Look, they're not going to get along. That's what I'm saying. She's going to take yeah. him for everything he has and we'll just see how it turns out. Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, Miley Cyrus, who I'm not a fan of, um, cause she's fucking weird as hell. I mean, I'm good with weird people, but she's just like over the top eccentric. That's crazy. That's so crazy. She was doing an interview with Howard Stern and they were talking about like, you know, he gets real edgy, like sex and stuff like that. And they were talking about like quarantining and all this other stuff. And she says that she does a lot of FaceTime sex during quarantine, that it's the safest sex. <laughs> And she's not going to be getting COVID. So, you know, That's she, true. she's 28 years old. And um, she went on to say, I am definitely not going to be doing anything that's irresponsible for myself or for other people. It's a really interesting and challenging time for any sort of dating or meeting people. I love people. I love who I love. I've had relationships with all genders and I'm down right now. I'm kind of in the mood for some D, but I'm down for whatever. Honestly, <gasps> the girl went in like, she, like parents. she's just telling the truth though. I feel, look, I feel her. She's I really like, do. Sometimes what, you're just in the mood. What is quarantine sex though? Like when you think of that, when I say that, what do you visualize? Like, do Look, you, I'm just lucky. I I'm just lucky. Board? I have an everyday partner because I can't imagine trying to be out there like trying to have safe sex and there's a pandemic. Like, damn, you gotta you gotta dodge STDs and COVID nineteen. Like, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people what do it. What is happening? So, like, I guess you like take their temperature before you walk in the door. I don't know what you do, girl. Yeah, FaceTime sex. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's gotta be tricky. I give her, I give her props for sure. Yeah. It's gotta be tricky. Probably like the equivalent of sexting, but like on a video. Yeah. I'm assuming they're doing some sort of videoing. And she obviously like, they're like pleasuring themselves. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I I just some dirty talk, some, some toys maybe. Oh, that's the most interesting zoom meeting. I 
getting caught on zooms lately like there was that there was that um news reporter that was like caught getting head on zoom there was another one that was like masturbating on zoom so this is a whole thing girl Mm. i need to be present at that meeting you gotta you gotta (laughs) get it in when you can And the, the lady from the, um, did you see the one with the lady from uh, the Buffalo Public Schools Board of Education? <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. She put Buffalo on the map. <laughs> she put Buffalo on the map. She was like, fuck you. <laughs> she's all she's everybody when they're in a frustrating meeting and she just i think she had a little bit too much wine and she just thought let me just say what's on my mind and she was pointing at the screen like her shit wasn't on like her camera wasn't on (laughs) i don't think she knew her camera was on though i feel bad for her oh my god that lady i think she thought she was on mute (laughs) unacceptable she was going off she went (laughs) off i'm like oh i want to know what that lady did to piss her off because right. she went off she, oh my said, God. she just said how she felt she was like i'm over this i'm gonna say exactly how i feel right oh my god that was so funny um <laughs> so before i get off a topic about the cyruses miley's sister noah who i don't really like follow her or anything like i you know what i mean yeah. um She's being slammed for calling Candace Owens. You know, you know, Candace Owens is the the black political activist girl. That's like super fucking annoying. Yeah. She's like, yeah, things. So Mm -hmm. she Noah Cyrus is getting slammed for calling Candace um, a nappy ass hoe. Wow. And she called her this in response to Candace's opinion that men should be more, quote, manly which stemmed from a comment that she posted um, on a Vogue magazine cover featuring Harry Styles when he was wearing a dress. Right. Remember that? So Harry responded to Candace by posting a picture of him eating a banana with the caption that says, bring manly men back, which I thought was very clever and hilarious. So after all the backlash, Noah Cyrus apologized and she says this. I am mortified that I use the term without knowing the context and history, but I know now, and I'm horrified and truly sorry. I will never use it again. Thank you for educating me. In no way did I mean to offend anyone. I am so, so sorry. So many problematic things. I mean, we've heard a lot of these apologies, right? How do you say that, though? How do you say, I'm so sorry, I didn't know the history, thank you for educating me? No, stop with the bullshit. I'm pulling the card, stop. Because her intent was to be malicious. She knew it was derogatory. She knew it was malicious. She knew she was using it toward a Black girl. Right. You know, granted that probably no other Black person gives a damn about, like, fuck Candace Owens, right? But at the same time, Let's call racist racist. What she right. did was racist. Absolutely. Calling 100%. her a nappy headed hoe or a nappy ass hoe, whatever. Yeah. So for me, I just feel like that's another white person who's using their familiarity, their comfort, all that to be able to, you know, do things to try to like appropriate black culture and yeah. to just twist it around. And be able to say these things. And then it's like, oh, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. Again, right. bullshit. We've heard that That's same narrative think. over and over and over again. So, right. you know, I don't know what to say. You know, I mean, yes, these people get on there and they say sorry, but it's just, does that really help? I don't know. No. no. It's better than nothing, maybe, but... Does it change the original statement to, to me and to me? Not at all. No, you, know? you know, she still believes that. Yeah, well, she still she believes that. Absolutely. But she still feels like the girl's a nappy headed hoe. Right. <laughs> that 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 obviously didn't change in her opinion. And, right. you know, I don't know people who cares about, you know, it's the cancel culture when it comes to like Noah Cyrus. Who who gives a shit? Nobody yeah. knows really Noah Cyrus. But, you know, like a lot of people, I think, are just, you know, I think the more and more things are going on, people are getting called on their shit and it's mm-hmm. bringing, you know, more attention. 
but yeah. it's just crazy how like a lot of these things were just being like swept under the rug. Like yeah. knowing you definitely felt that way deep down inside. Mm-hmm. And, th- and now because you got your card pulled now, it's just like, Oh, thank you for educating me. Stop. It's getting tired. You know, it's it getting is. real tired. This whole, let me say it's one thing and then apologize the next day. And that's just supposed to make it go away. Right. Yep. So I don't know. I don't uh, know another person though, that needs to apologize. is. <laughs> Wait, Twista. So this was my this was one of my favorite songs from him back in the day. Nah, now come and kick it with a twister. Black caddy mag daddy with a hoe up in the backseat. With a 97 pin flow. Gotta feel it when you smoke it when I flip it to a track speed. Talking about a beautiful figure. Astonishing as Greek mythology. Why did be just like a girl in love? What's that movie? Never mind. Let me enter your atmosphere as you enter my world. And let me touch that food. You remember that song, Wetter? I do remember that song. And he had some good songs back in the day, but... You know, yeah. it's been a minute. <laughs> it has definitely been a minute. It's been a minute. So he was in the media recently for reposting a picture of two black women side by side. And you're gonna have to help me with her name because I hate to mispronounce her name. But Gabrielle. Um, Gabrielle. Sidibe. That's Sidibe? the girl from Precious. This is the girl from Precious, the girl from Empire. Yes. She is really up and coming. You know, she's, she, her role in Empire is great. I love her on that show. She just got engaged too. She just got engaged. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, she's got a lot of good things going on. Um, She's making the bag. She's doing well. So it was her picture next to Bernice. Mm -hmm. She's now, I don't know a whole lot about her. Is she? Bernice Burgos. Yeah, she's like Instagram model. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So, you know, very beautiful girl, but the two pictures were side by side. Underneath the pictures, it says, A, and that was Gabby. This woman makes, you know, $30 an hour, has a 401k, owns her house, owns her car, has no kids. And then under Bernice, it said, this woman has no job. You know, she's got several baby daddies, 12,000 followers on, you know, Instagram, um, you know, and it said, which one would y'all choose? And don't lie. So twist the post of this. He, he reposted it. Yeah. So he didn't okay. write it, but he reposted it. Okay. So then Gabby had a, had a clap back. She said, wow, gee, I only liked you as a rapper that I forgot about back in 2005, but good luck with option B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And then, it was great. And then Bern, and then Bernice also came out with something saying like, you know, why are black men always trying to um, pit us against each other? You know, yeah. we're both doing our thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and it, and it actually, to me, it was negative in a way for both of them Mm because it's like the beautiful woman will quote unquote beautiful woman who is the one that has to have all the kids and all the baby daddies and not a good job right the one that maybe you know that I guess was supposed to be in the category of as not as attractive is the one that makes the money and this that so it was it was just a horrible thing to do to to women in general putting them up against each other two women that are successful in their own right in different ways and it was just, you know, he came out and apologized, said he didn't mean it, but people oh, were clowning God. him. They were yeah. like, have you seen a picture of him lately? He right. should not be talking. Definitely they were like, not. You yeah, are not they, were like, they were like, he has no room to be none. judging women. Absolutely so, none. None no. at all. And no. it's always the men that have no room to be judging that just exactly. do the judging. Yeah, it's always them. So I'm not surprised. I, you know, we'll take his little dinky apology, whatever. But, you know, right. Keep it moving twisted. That's probably the last we'll hear about him for another 15, 20 years. I agree. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. I'm I'm good with that. that. Thank you. One less, one less misogynistic asshole to deal with. Uh, There you go. Yeah. (laughs) moving on right moving on girl so listen this this next thing that I just have to talk about is definitely like a hot topic but it kind of is like a deep topic so 
Erica Campbell is a former member of the group Mary Mary. She's a gospel singer. Do you remember her? I do. Yes. Okay. So she made headlines recently when she posted on Instagram a controversial meme and comments regarding marriage, monogamy, and hoe behavior while promoting her new podcast. So here's a clip of what she had to say and clarifying what she meant by her statement. Said you can't sow whole seeds and think you're going to reap marriage benefits. And what I meant by that is monogamy <sighs> must be practiced. It's not something that happens mm. automatically. If you're in the practice mm. of sleeping around and doing whatever and feeling however, and I'm, I'm coming from a believer's perspective because that's what I am, right? Um, okay. I know there's a benefit in being with one person. That was God's design for our life. I know a lot of people, because dealing with broken hearts, you know, they want to do what they want. Well, fine, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want to do. And you can't. So she later stated that what she was saying applies to both men and women, both. Um, and that people who believe in God should also abstain from premarital sex. <laughs> so there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> that was very heavy. So for yeah. me, who is more of like, um, I guess I would consider myself like more of a spiritual person, um, that I have more of a belief in a higher power in the universe um, versus God himself. That's just my belief and my opinion. Um, I can't obviously follow um, her, her opinion on that and her perspective on that. So for me, um, when she says like these hoe seeds, first of all, you cannot let your past define your future. That's number one. Right. And then like, what even qualifies you as that? That's number one. Number two, Yes, I do believe in monogamy when the situation is right. So right. if I'm single and I would like to, like she says, sow my hoe seeds and, you know, you know, have sex with different people randomly, then that's what I'm going to choose to do. But if I am in a committed relationship and I'm serious and I'm invested in that, I'm obviously going to be monogamous. However, comma. I am not going to abstain from premarital sex. I'm sorry. Even if she says God believes that this is a sin and it's in the Bible and all this other stuff. No, boo. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to do that for you. I need to know what I'm getting myself into. What is my man working with? Maybe it's all wonderful and, and beautiful fucking roses and shit once it happens and, and you're married and all that. Fine, but not for me. It, right. It, I'm, it's just not happening over here. What do you what is your take on it? Now, isn't that similar to what Megan Good and her husband kind of did? Probably. I remember I remember them touching on the fact that now I don't I don't know if they were virgins and then they got married had sex or they just I think just between the two of them. Yes. They decided to abstain from sex before yes. they were married. Yeah. Is and that right? Okay. Her husband is a reverend, isn't he, or something? He is. Yeah. He's deeply religious. I, I but I don't even know if he was a virgin when they met. I don't know how that story really unfolded, but I know that together they decided right. that they were not going to have sex before they were married. And yeah. that worked for them. They, you know, they claim that it built like this huge, strong relationship that wasn't based on sex. They got mm -hmm. to know each other and they had like this deep connection, mm -hmm. um, you know, spiritually, religiously with with, you know, with their marriage. Now, that's not for me either. <laughs> With that being said, bitch. <laughs> but you know, with that, with all, with all due respect, that's not for me either. But you know, I don't know because I'm I'm 38 and I'm just, just now getting married. Let me just clarify. When I say bitch, I don't mean bitch like in an offensive way. I'm just saying that like you No, know. I feel you. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm 38 years old. There ain't no way in hell. I'm going to be able to abstain from nothing. Life is too right. damn short. Let mm -hmm. me tell you that. And I learned that real quick. Life is too damn short. You got to do what feels good. And what's I'm right sorry. for you. If it's right for you, 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about you, but some of my best moments is after I have sex. I'm happy. I'm, you know, my skin is glowing. I get a good, I always get a good night's sleep after. You got that fancy glow? You good. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, I mean, I've read so many reports on how sex is good for your overall, you know, well-being, your health. So for me, I'm not going to not do something that feels you know, good for me and does my body right. But, you know, if somebody else is like, Hey, I need this deep, deep connection without sex involved. I get it. Right. Whatever. But I am not going to be in that category. Exactly. Now I do agree with her on the monogamy piece. Yeah, I I do agree on the monogamy. You know what I mean? Marriage and what your goals are for that. Yeah. But you can't really say that just because you out, you were out there hoeing, that you're not going to be able to, you know, have a marriage. Right. I don't think that's right at all because you can, you know, you can be, you can be sexually free Mm -hmm. and experimental and still, you know, want to be monogamous when you find the right person. I don't think that they are, you know, so, but I know personally, I am so happy to be getting out of that, you know, not knowing if someone's going to be monogamous uh-huh, or what yeah. they're doing. Like, I just yeah. love the, I just, I feel even more sexually free mm-hmm. knowing that I'm in a monogamous relationship and I can exactly. like, you know, totally be myself. And I know like this person's with me and we're going to be together forever, that type of thing. So awesome. some of the points yeah. she touched on were valid, but mm-hmm. she's got that old school to her her credit aside from that she did make some comments about how like people who are you know working toward marriage or in a marriage that they should surround themselves around people who are uplifting yes what it means to be married and and the work that it takes to continue that effort so there were some really good points that she was making about that that I definitely a hundred percent agree with and it's crazy too because I find myself personally at an age it's a really weird age because I have some friends that are just getting married or they're pretty new in their marriages and then I have some friends that are already getting divorced yes and I find myself gravitating towards like the more like newlyweds or engaged people because you need to surround yourself with you know that kind of spirit to like drive you forward because my friends that some of them are going through some rougher times um some of them have already gone through divorces you know it's I don't it's hard for me to to, I don't want to be in that place, that mind space right. going into my marriage. So it is, it, I do think she has a point there. You do have to surround yourself with people that are going to uplift your marriage and help you along because right. it, it, do, it really does take, you know, more than just you and your spouse. You know, it takes mm-hmm. a strong, you know, you need friends, you need family. Everybody needs to support you because it's not going to be easy. Right. So... Yeah. I don't know. You got to be in that right, like you said, that right mindset. Yeah. You have to, you know, surround yourself around that positivity. Um, even yeah. though, you know, you're, you're trying to be a friend to other people who might be going through things. Who are going through um, stuff, right? You kind of have to also separate from that. Yeah. Um, and be able to, you know, focus on the positive things to sustain yeah. that direction, that positive direction that you're moving into, into marriage. Yeah. Especially so. at this point, like weird age in our thirties yes. where it's like, they're like, everybody's in a different stage in life. Mm-hmm. You know, some people have grown ass kids. Some people have babies. Some yes. people, you know, it's like, it's just a weird stage. You know, everybody's kind of in a different boat. So it's, it's interesting, but, um, I'm excited to join the married club. I don't know about you. Like I'm, you know, I am. Yeah, I really, am. you know, I'm just going to say, you know, I love about this podcast that we're doing is that we can talk about the mess and spill the tea yeah. and the drama all day, but yeah. it's also good to be able to talk about like deeper issues that affect women that, affect yeah. women that are dealing with relationships, particularly, you know, maybe at our age or in the black community, like 
it's kind of like, yeah, we can get all over the map sometimes, right? We can, we can still be messy, but we can still do that other stuff. And I think that's really, really important. And that's why I love doing this. Me too. I love it so much. I mean, I think we've been through a lot. We can, we have all different views. You know, I've been that single party girl and I've been that, you know, monogamous settled down girl. So, you know, I can, I can relate to it all. (laughs) Exactly. So, well, I hope that our listeners do too. Um, and I hope that, you know, they keep subscribing and loving us and all that other good stuff. Um, so I think that's it for today. I think that's all the mess we have to share. Um, but the good news is season three is coming up in January and it's going to be the bomb. We're going to have some new content stuff to talk about. Um, and obviously, um, you guys might have seen my the video that I posted recently, but we want to hear from you. We'd love for you to be a part of it in some way. We still want your messy minutes. Um, you know, definitely send those to us. If I haven't said it enough, it's messyafpodcast at yahoo.com, or you can visit us on our Facebook or Instagram pages and inbox us there, um, whatever your messy minute is, so we can feature you on the podcast, um, obviously anonymously and give you some advice on how to clean up your mess. So we're looking forward to getting back to you guys in January. I think I speak for the both of us when I say Merry Christmas, uh, yes. Happy New Year, Happy holidays, holidays, all that other great stuff. Let's get out of 2020. Let's, Let's get into 2021. 2020, exactly. <laughs> out. We're done with you. Right. <laughs> and uh, be safe, be COVID free, and yep. we will catch you guys in 2021. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.